Hey, saints of God, welcome to Word for Today. I pray that this Word today will change you. It changed me. Come on, let's learn together. Hello, 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 saints of Yahweh, what's up? It is another glorious, wonderful day in the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. We give God all thanks and praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Welcome to Word for Today. Amen. A Word for Today, February 22nd, 2024. Wow. Woo. Moving right along. 2024, 20, February 22nd, 2024, we give God praise today. And I pray that you have had a wonderful, glorious day in the Lord. I pray that the day has been filled with the God in you and that you have paid attention to what God is saying to you and how the Lord is leading you and how God gave you wisdom to do all the things that was prepared for your hands today and everything that you were set to do that you listened to the guidance of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. God, we thank you for your word as we delve into it and to find your guidance and the principles that Jesus showed us how to live. Glory to God. Glory to God. <clears throat> Excuse me. We have been talking about kingdom living is. Kingdom living is faith, hope, love. Glory to God. Faith, hope, love. We have, we have the faith of God, our hope in Jesus, and we love all. Love all. All. <laughs> all means all. Kingdom living is living the principles of Jesus, faith, hope, and love. And we've been talking about that. All uh, from the beginning of the year, and now we're looking at loving all, and looking at the scriptures that tells us about how we can love all, and how that love is given to us. And we're starting out with Matthew chapter twenty-two, verses thirty-four through forty. And, excuse me, it, it's the, where Jesus is speaking to the Pharisees and, well, <clears throat> excuse me. <clears throat> <clears throat> Thank you. Excuse me. I drink a water here. And, all right. So, we, as I was saying, we started out. We're starting out with Matthew chapter 22, verses 34 through 40. And this is when Jesus, a Pharisee came to, to, to trick Jesus or try to catch him in something. And 
in verse 34, and I want to read to where we're going to talk about. And uh, it says, uh, the greatest commandment. When the Pharisees heard that Jesus had silenced the Sadducees, they called a meeting to discuss how to trap Jesus. Then one of them, a religious scholar, posed this question to test Jesus. Teacher, which commandment is is the law, which commandment in the law is the greatest? Jesus answered, Love the Lord your God with every passion of your heart, with all the energy of your being, and with every thought that is within you. That is a powerful verse for me. It it just screams at me. Not in a bad way, but in a good way. It just says how much God loves us. And that we're to give this love back to God. That the Holy Spirit has been shed in us to shed abroad in our hearts God's love. And God's love is to be given back to God. And as it overflows out of us, we affect not only our lives, but all lives around us. And we give it back to the God in them. And then it goes on to say, in verse 38, This is the great and supreme commandment. The great and supreme commandment. It's above every other commandment, it says. And so then it says in 39, And the second is like it in importance. It's got the same, it's in the same framework as this first one. It's saying that this is the great and supreme commandment. It's above all others. And then he says, and the second is like it in importance. So this is also a great and supreme commandment. And it says, you must love your neighbor in the same way you love yourself. Wow. You must love your neighbor in the same way you love yourself. Wow. How how are we ever to get to this point that we love our neighbor and our neighbor is the person that's close to us. Now, <clears throat> in, in, the, in, in, in this commentary for this, this particular uh, passage that I'm using, which is the Passion Translation, it says that the, as translated from the Aramaic word, K-A-R-E-B, this is translated from the Aramaic word, if you translate it from the Aramaic word, it, it reads, you must love your friend <laughs> in the same way you love yourself. You must love your friend. This is how, this is the word that's used in Aramaic. That's what it means, friend. And it says, which means one who is close to you emotionally or by proximity. And then in the Greek word, 
the Greek word that's used here is it means neighbor. So it could read like this. You must love your neighbor and your friend in the same way you love yourself. Wow. My goodness. To love someone who we consider a neighbor is not necessarily someone we know or that we spend time with or that we hang out with. It's just someone who is in close proximity of us. And not necessarily, because you remember the story of the Good Samaritan and that the man that was thrown in the ditch left for dead, he had never seen him before in his life. But he picked him up, he put him on his own donkey, and he carried him and he took care of him, and he nursed him back, and he nursed him back to a point, and then he left him in the care of the innkeeper and paid for everything that he needed. That's a neighbor. He was the Good Samaritan, and he did to his neighbor which was somebody he didn't know. Now, most of us will probably love our friends. We love our friends. But will we do anything for them? Will we, do we love them like we love ourselves? <laughs> do we love them with the same importance that we show how much we love God? Wow. Now, that's what he says. He said that this commandment has the same importance as the first one. It has the same importance that we love God with every passion of our heart, with all the energy of our being, and with every thought that is within us. And so we love ourselves once we begin to realize how much God loves us. And we begin to filter in the love of God in us. And we begin to understand that God prizes, prizes us above everything. That we are God's prized creation. And that because we're God's prize creation, God has given us all things. And because we have been given all things, we are to love God this way. Not because we've been given all things, but because God loves us. <laughs> because God loves us this way, we're to love God this way. And because we love God this way, and we love ourselves this way, we're to love our neighbor and our friends this way. Wow. That's a big pill to swallow, isn't it? You know, to, to understand that we are to love everyone the way that God loves us. Because it's the way that we learn how to love ourselves. We learn how to love ourselves the way we love God. And therefore, we're to love our friends and our neighbors the same way. It's the same importance. 
It says, and the second is like it in importance. Wow. Can we say that we really love our neighbors and our friends this much? We might even attempt to say that we love our spouses, our husbands, our wives, our girlfriends, our boyfriends, whoever. Our spouses this way. The person that 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 we uh, plan to spend our life with, or is spending our life with, that we might we may even venture to say that we love them like this. But what about our friends? What about the man you just passed in the street? What about the woman sitting at the corner? Do we love them that way? Whew. Wow. If we were to love other people the way God is describing, the way Jesus is describing how we should love, wow, this world would be so different, so different. I mean, this pure, unadulterated, unjudgmental love, a love that that just cares and seeks to help to bring about healing and to bring about fullness so that everyone has what they need. Wow. You see, this is the community that God was trying to get established with Israel. This commandment, the first part, comes from Deuteronomy. And uh, Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse uh, verse 4 and 5. This, this is, it comes from that passage of Scripture, and it reads, and I'm reading this in the uh, New English translation. And it says, Listen, Israel, the Lord is our God. The Lord is one. We must love the Lord. You must love the Lord your God with your whole mind, your whole being, and all your strength. This is where that scripture comes from. It's saying that you must love the Lord your God, and God is one. It's one God. It says you must love the Lord that way with everything that we have, with all our mind, all our being, and all our strength. Glory. Hallelujah. And concentrate on loving God that way so that we can love others. And then the second part of this comes from Leviticus. Leviticus 19. Leviticus 19 uh, Leviticus 19, um, 18, I believe is, yes, okay, Leviticus chapter 19, and I'm going to start in verse 11 and read through to 18, and, oh, I lost it, oh, here we go, no, 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 I'm sorry, we're going to, I'm going to read 15, I'm going to read Leviticus 19, 15 through 18, okay. And it says, 
You must not deal unjustly in judgment. You must neither show partiality to the poor nor honor the rich. You must judge your fellow citizen fairly. You must not you must not go about as a slanderer among your people. You must not stand idly by when your neighbor's life is at stake. I am the Lord. You must not hate your brother in your heart. You must not hate your brother or sister in your heart. You must surely reprove your fellow citizen so that you do not incur sin on account of them. You must take you must not take vintage, you must not take vengeance or bear a grudge against the children of your people, but you must love your neighbor as yourself. I am the Lord. This is what the Lord was trying to establish when he established Israel. He gave them these statutes. It says, you must keep my statutes. He gave them these statutes of how to love one another. It says, fellow citizens. Citizens, we are citizens of the kingdom. And we are to love our fellow citizens. It says, don't go around being slandering people. Don't uh, judge your fellow citizens unfairly. He says, don't show partiality to the poor, nor honor the rich. Wow. Treat everybody the same, is what he's saying. He says, you must not stand idly by when your neighbor's life is at stake. That means we, we must protect each other. We must stand up for each other. What a world this would be. It says that we're not to hate our brother and sister in our heart. That means you don't harbor anything against people and treat them nicely and smile in their face and talk nice about them in front of them. But you know in your heart. That goes back to that scripture that tells us when you stand in prayer and you find that you have something against someone, go find them. And get it right. And then come back and give your gift. Come on. Yes, look at these scriptures and look at how Jesus is teaching us how we need to live. If everyone that hears me begins to absorb this and begins to live, like this, we can change our surroundings. And as we change our spheres of influence, we begin to change the world. You know, he says, you have to reprove. It says, uh, you must surely reprove your fellow citizens so that you do not incur sin on their account. So he was telling, see, everything that everybody did affect everybody else. And that, and the, the, the system that God was trying to set up with them, he, 
Everybody's, what somebody else did affected their neighbor. You know, the plagues that came through, the different things that happened to the group because one person sinned. They weren't able to go in and fight and take the city because one person sinned. You know, a plague came through and killed so many thousands of people because one person did something. And so it says to reprove you, get your brother straight, get your sister straight and say, hey, you know, God doesn't want us to live this way. This is what we should be doing. Let's pray and repent and get ourselves back in fellowship with God. To love our neighbor and our friends the same way we love ourselves. Wow. Come on. How do we love ourselves? It's a better question. We have to learn how to love ourselves. You have to learn how to love yourself by how God loves you. And if you have a distorted image about how God loves you, then nobody else stands a chance. You have to get rid of all the old tapes and begin to play the new ones that says that God loves you fully and completely. God accepts you. Just where you are right now, right today, God accepts you. And God will guide and lead you to become the person that God has for you to be. But you have to believe that. And you have to walk in it. You have to hear God's voice to guide you and lead you in the things that God has for you. God loves you. More than God loves all of us more than we love ourselves. But we have to come to a, a place where we begin to love ourselves and honor ourselves enough to be able to love other people. It says, don't honor yourself more highly than you are. Don't think more of yourself than you are. Because we are, uh, there's nothing we can do without Jesus. We have to be in Christ and we have to be in Jesus to continue further in our lives, to do the things that God has called us to do. And so we, we don't brag on ourselves. We brag on Christ in me, the hope of glory. Hallelujah. And so as we move forward and we learn how to love ourselves and as we see how God loves us, let us love other people. Let's love our neighbors and our friends. Lord, we thank you. We thank you. And we ask that you help us. We lean on you, God, to love our neighbors and our friends. And I love you. And Jesus loves you more than you could ever realize. I hope that you do realize how much God loves you, how much Jesus loves you. I pray for that every day.
that you realize how much God loves you. Let it become revelation in your heart and in your mind. (laughs) I'll talk with you tomorrow. All God's Children Community Church wants to thank you for listening to this podcast. Hi, I'm Pastor Terry, and I'm your host. And I want to thank you for your support of this program. If you would scroll to the bottom of the uh, link, the bottom of the website, uh, you will see that there's a link that says support this show. If you click on that link, it will take you securely to our cash app that you can give to Word for Today. And I want you to give so that according to Philippians chapter 4, verses 17, that you will receive the good that comes from giving. Good comes from giving. You know, the word also says that God loves a cheerful giver. And because God wants us to support those who support us with the word. So uh, if you are getting fed, we appreciate that support. And I will pray that my God will supply all your need according to his riches and glory. Because you support this podcast. And I know that God will give everything that he has. And it says, my God will use his wonderful riches in Christ Jesus to give you everything you need. And so I believe God for that. And I thank God for it. Also, just below that, you'll see our web, uh, our uh, email account. And if you would, please drop me an email to, uh, and just to let me know how the podcast is going, uh, if it's blessing you and, um, your questions, if you have any. And uh, if I get enough of the questions, I will dedicate a podcast to answering those questions. So uh, I appreciate you, your support. I thank you for your time. And may God, richest blessing continue to be poured out on you as you live in the kingdom and as you bless others.